Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. The minority leader of the United States Senate, Chuck Schumer. Please, everybody, vote. We're getting, if the African-American community and young people turn out in record numbers, I'll be majority leader. All those things I talked about will be put on the floor of the Senate and done. So will the Racial Justice Act, the bill written by Cory Booker. Kamala Harris and Ben Crump, the famous civil rights lawyer. We will get a lot done. Please vote. It matters this time. And then hold our feet to the fire if we don't get anything done. But we will. That's my passion. All right. I think that's the last time we talked. You were the minority leader. You're now the majority leader. My goodness. What a few. And. <laughs> what a few weeks, Joe, you're holding my feet to the fire. Good for you. <laughs> you can count. Yeah, you can count on that. And we and we may have to stroke the coals a little bit. I hope not. But my. But first of all, let me just say, first of all, congratulations, um, Senate Majority Leader. And secondly, thank you, man. What a struggle to get this uh this relief bill passed um i spent the i've spent the past 3 hours unpacking what's in this bill um and and so it, it's going to be signed the question yep, tomorrow okay tomorrow the question is what's the next step what is the okay. next step Well, Joe, first let me go over a few of the things in the bill that haven't gotten as much attention. Obviously, the checks, everyone's going to get, everyone, you know, middle class, poor, uh, is going to get a check for $1,400. Then if you have a child, it's $3,000, a child under six, $3,600. So families will be getting a significant amount of dollars in their pockets. That's one thing we promise. Second, vaccines, they're going to be coming out much quicker. And we made provisions in the bill that communities of color go first, not last. That's what oh, okay. centers are first opening up. And All we right. Use commu- and we use community health centers and other places to get that. There'll be some announcements of that as early as today. Third, very important, we want to get the schools open and open safely. But fourth, there are two things in there that really benefit communities of color in a very significant way. The most important is the almost doubling of the uh, CTC and the EITC, the Child Tax Credit and the Earned Income Tax Credit. Half the children in America who are in poverty, many of those are black and brown, will be out of poverty in this bill. That is amazing. That's been a goal for a generation. A poor child is born into poverty through no fault of his or her own. They don't get adequate nutrition. They don't get adequate housing. They don't get adequate health care. They don't get adequate education. And then when they're 18 and they have nowhere to go, society blames them. This is an effective, humane, and beautiful thing that's in this bill, and it's probably the most important advancement against poverty in 40 or 50 years. And the second thing we paid attention to, Joe, is black farmers. Black farmers have been neglected. In fact, I was told, I think by Jim Clyburn yesterday, that the amount of land a black farmer owns today is less than the amount they owned 100 years ago. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we had uh, we had uh, John Boyd, uh, who was on our show, I think uh, the president. Well, yesterday or the day before uh, bringing up and and responding to um, uh, uh, Senator uh, 
Lindsey Graham's comments where he thought it was reparations. He equated it to reparations. And well, let's let's yeah. just put it like this, uh, Joe. Black farmers are still living with the shadow of slavery right over them because after slavery they became tenant farmers and became were taken advantage of in many different ways. Yeah, so I don't know if it's reparations. Yep. I'm, a spon- I'm a supporter of the bill to study reparations by um, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee and Cory Booker. But this is, to, this is to deal with a real problem that no one has paid attention to for 100 years. So this legislation is groundbreaking in a lot of ways. And just one more point I have to make because you played that uh, little clip. The African-American community got us the Senate. And listen to this very interesting statistic, which Stacey Abrams told me in Georgia when we were trying to elect those two senators. 40,000 people who didn't vote in the presidential election voted in the runoff. And that is how we got the margin. And who were those 40,000? Many of them were young, poor, rural, and black. So they helped get us in there. And bottom line, we owe them. And some of these things are things we got a long way to go. We do have to put the Criminal Justice Act on the floor, and I will. And we do, you know, to deal with uh, police brutality, the trial of George Floyd is starting. And you know who really helped write that bill? is Ben Crump, who is George Floyd's lawyer right now, mm-hmm. been right, on TV right. a lot in the last day or two talking about the case. Yeah. Um, uh, we will do, we will do, um, uh, we will try to get immigration reform done to deal with the undocumented. I have in Brooklyn loads of undocumented from the Caribbean um, who want to be here and want to be citizens. Um, we will put on the floor voting rights for sure that's one of our highest priorities and that was going what to be my Georgia next question and these republican yeah. legislators are doing is is racist it's despicable taking away the rights of african americans and poor people to vote yeah the john lewis uh, voting uh, rights bill now what will it take to get it uh, passed in 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 the senate uh, yep. Now, are we talking about a supermajority? Are we talking about a, a single vote? What is it really? What What is it okay. going to take? Okay. Well, we're, 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 we have to. Let me start out by saying we have to get it done. Not only the John Lewis bill, which is HR four, but but HR one, which we've now labeled S one, because HR four we may not undo the evil things that the Georgia legislature is doing that other legislators, just to give your readers, your listeners rather, excuse me, a flavor of this. So souls to the polls is very effective. You know, after church on Sunday in many of the FM churches, um, get people get on the bus and they do early voting. Sure. The Georgia legislature, right wing Republican bigoted um, is now saying no Sunday early voting. And they're doing this across the country, not just in the South. All these Republican legislatures are making it harder for people of color, for poor people, for students, young people to vote. We have to undo that or we'll lose the majority. So how are we going to undo that? Well, if we can get some bipartisan support, great. But if not, our caucus will meet and we will figure out how to get it done. Failure is not an option. One, uh, and I know we have limited time, but we always take advantage. I have two more issues. One is, and, and it's a pet pet of mine, and I helped push this in the House, and that is the anti-lynching bill, Senator. I, you know, I, I've got so many clips. I've got uh, my good friend, Steny Hoyer, who, you know, and others that got it through the House. Uh, what 
what will it take? Here's an opportunity to do yeah, something that hasn't been done in 260 years. Yeah, we may get some bipolar. As you know, Kamala Harris tra- championed this sure. when she was a senator. And right. uh, we tried to get it on the floor, but McConnell, being the Republican leader, didn't have right. the ability to get it on the floor. But that's one of the biggest differences between him being majority leader and now me being majority leader. I have the right to determine what's going to be put on the floor, and we will put that bill on the floor. And I think that one may get that supermajority you're talking about. All right. Now, finally, and I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about what's going on with your governor uh, in the state of, of New York. Um, what 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 is your position on on okay, how it's being handled? OK, yep. please. Let me tell you. First, the allegations of these women are serious. They're deeply troubling. Last night's was it was nauseating. Women have to be listened to. I've long believed, uh, Joe, that sexual harassment is never acceptable, can't be tolerated. So what I called for early on was that our very capable attorney general, New York State Attorney General, Tish James, very smart, very courageous, I've known her for 30 years, conduct an independent investigation, and she is. I believe she will turn over every stone. I believe she will pursue every lead. She has complete subpoena power. And I also believe that she will not let any outside or political interference uh, stop her from getting all the facts out. And so what you're saying is let's see what comes up in the investigation. Look, I have a lot of faith in Tish James' investigation. Yes. All right. I I I should uh, I should thank you so much for coming on. By the way, and she is the yes. highest. She's the highest black woman ever elected in New York. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm, now you want to talk about hold your feet to the fire. I will be holding your feet to the fire on the anti-lynching bill because you can we, be my. I, please do. I will. I will do that. And uh, once again, but don't just hold my feet to the fire. Hold some of those Republican feet to the fire. Oh, you are that, that's a that's there. a given. I, 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 look, I set a bonfire under their feet. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just get a match. Huh? <laughs> just a match. But let, let, let me let me say, first of all, congratulations, because this was not easy. And I, I don't know. I, I, I got to ask you about leadership. Mansion of West Virginia. I mean, what did you say to him to finally get him to turn around? Or was it the people of West Virginia that turned him around? No, I'll tell you. I mean, look, we have a very broad caucus, ranging from Bernie Sanders to Joe Manchin. I have a leadership team, and I meet every Monday evening. And Joe Manchin's on that team, and so is Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker. And <clears throat> excuse me. And we talk it all through. And I told Joe if he did this amendment with Portman, it would have tanked the bill and we would have had no American rescue plan. And we all would have been hurt. Joe Biden would have been hurt. The Democratic majority would have been hurt. And most of all, the country would have been hurt. And I think he came to, after several hours, he came to agree about that to his credit. He said, let's come up with a compromise, and we did. It's a compromise not everybody wanted, but it got the bill done, and the bill is a damn good bill. Yeah. And let me tell you what my, finally my listeners are saying, and I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up. They, almost to the caller, are saying, look, you Democrats, you have the power. You have the White House. You have the Senate. You have the House. Damn it. 
go for it and 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 play hardball. I mean, that's that, that's exactly what my listeners and callers are saying. Joe, so. we I have said we have a economic because of the sad state of the country, political. We want the Democrats to succeed and moral helping people who need help when we have that we have an obligation to do that and i will fight every day to get as big and bold action as we can all right Believe we'll me. leave it at that i look forward to our next conversation uh senator thank you i Appreciate look forward it. to the match <laughs> all right then Joe, we'll con- to talk to you take care great and talking stay to healthy. you senator to you thank and your you. wonderful listeners stay healthy thank you uh, we will do just that all right let me bring uh, Senator Cory Booker in. Uh, Senator Booker, good to talk to you. How are you this morning? I'm, I'm very good. I'm very gl- glad to be talking to you. And you know how much I appreciate uh, that you are focusing on so many important things that often don't surface to the, to the top of the discussion. So thank you, man, so much. Well, uh, bring, to, bring us up. Uh, help, uh, help us understand the American Rescue Plan. Uh, I understand it's about to become law. What is it? So this is perhaps uh, uh, in my lifetime, the largest bill targeted towards uh, Americans who are working and struggling. Remember, Trump's first big bill was $1.9 trillion, his tax cut plan. It blew a trillion dollar annual hole in our budget. And 65 percent of the benefits of that bill went to the top 20 percent. Only 1% of that, of Trump's bill, only 1% went to the bottom 20% of working Americans. Wow. And so, and so this bill is completely about people who are struggling. In fact, the, the, it's actually about everybody. The Organization for Economic Cooperation, the OECD, this national organization that looks at the growth of the global economy, just revised its um, projections upwards of global economic growth because they said this bill for America will more than double our projected growth of what America's economy will do this year. So it's going to fuel the overall economy because you and I both know when you help working people, when you put more money in the pockets of struggling families, unlike the rich folks who are you know, doubling down on their portfolios and that money stays, concentrates in wealth, when you put money in the bottom of the economy and the people that are out there working every day, they mm-hmm. spend the money that they get, and it fuels economic growth. So this bill, by getting $1,400 checks into the hands of everyone, this bill, by getting an expansion of the child tax credit, literally $1,600 more for each child under six, uh, um, um, uh, about, uh, about $1,000 more for each child that's older, um, that's real money for a family that has three kids. They're getting their $1,400 checks. They're getting 1000 to $1,400 more per child. That alone is taking American families out of insecurity to security, cutting child poverty uh, in, in, in more than half, lifting kids up. And, and that's going to be big. And that doesn't even include the increasing resources towards small businesses, black and brown businesses, the help that's being given to struggling schools all across America to deal with this pandemic, the money that's going to health care uh, by expanding uh, uh, the affordability of the Obamacare exchanges. It's not including the money that's going to testing and contact tracing. Uh, it's not including uh, uh, the, the money 
that that's going uh, to help people with rental assistance uh, who are uh, and small landlords. Don't forget about those folks who might have a two family home whose tenants can't pay rent and, and helping them. So this is a significant investment in our economy. And economists both globally and here in the United States are saying this will really supercharge the overall American economy. And, and I'm a very excited and very proud that we were able to stick together in the Senate and get the 50 votes necessary to get this done. Let me ask you another, and I appreciate you laying it out the way you just did. Can you explain this argument that's going on now, particularly with Manchin and the whole filibuster? Now, I know the history of the filibuster, which, you know, goes back to uh, uh, what post, I think, post-Civil War, uh, but that really was put in place to benefit you know the 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 southern states um how, how why is it a problem in in modern time in in this senate look i i i just want to get here because you've been talking about it i know we we, we are we are struggling in this senate and in this country with the strangulation of racism that still continues to hurt not just black folk, but all folk. And, and it is manifest in the Senate with rules that really were uh, sharpened uh, during uh, uh, the fight against civil rights. The, the so-called filibuster is not a constitutional part of the Senate. Uh. It, came to be, it came to be more than a century into the Senate's uh, uh, history and really was perfected by people like Strom Thurmond, who has the longest the record for the longest filibuster, to stop uh, uh, the advances of African Americans yeah. towards equality. And so and here we still have this this racist I, legacy. Yeah, and I've I've got thirty seconds, but basically, oh, no, no, that's our fault. Um, uh, and I know you've got to go, but uh, can we get you back um, at a later yeah, point? I'm gonna- I'm going to tell my folks, let's come, come back soon, uh, 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 Joe. I just, I just I appreciate it. I'll come back on. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, Cory Book, and congratulations in the Senate. Thank you. Thank you so much. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.